Hi everyone, it is Whole30 Day 21. Um, it's Sunday, I think it's June 4th, sounds right. Um, I am on my way to my first run club and I am really, really nervous. I hate running, as you all are intimately aware, and um, this is just running every Sunday for the next eight weeks. And I'm really nervous, and I just, the reason I'm nervous is because I am really um, self-conscious about my running and like that's why I will not go to workouts when there's going to be running because I know that no matter what else is in the workout, even if it's, you know, double unders or whatever like other thing that I actually am good at, no matter what else is actually in the workout, if there is any amount of running, I will come in last in that workout because that is how bad I am. Like that's how weak of a runner I am. And it's not, you know, and I know that like everybody's just paying attention to themselves. Nobody's like judging me for being slow, but it still is just even apart from like being worried about what other people think, which, you know, it's never fun to be the slowest person. I am just really nervous about having to have my own insecurity on display of just like, this is my weakest move. This is my weakest thing ever. Like I've never, ever been a good runner. I've always hated it. I remember even like in elementary school having to run the mile and being out there for so much longer than everyone else that the gym, the gym teacher like sent out some other people to come like finish the run with me because they had been done for so long and they just like, it was, you know, just mortifying. And I just, you know, think about that, I guess, like every time I run of like, I'm going to be the one who's still out there. And it's been like that my whole life. And so the idea of this is to get better, but it's just very much like a double-edged sword because like on the one hand, um, you know, you're not going to get better unless you work on it. But on the other hand, like it's really hard to work on something that you're really bad at. Um, so, you know, it's just, I'm pretty nervous going into this. Um, in terms of Whole30, it's day 21, three weeks in. We have about a week and a couple days to go. Um, yesterday, Brandon and I were out of the house most of the day. My mom had miles, and we were just running a bunch of errands. <coughs> errands. And we went to Whole Foods for lunch, and I all of the salad dressings they had in the salad bar had soy. And I had to have just use balsamic vinegar, which is not the end of the world, but it's just not great. And I kind of just like had a little pity party for myself, like, oh, I'm ready for this to be over. But um, I think, you know, I'm hoping that here in the last like nine days, I'm really gonna hopefully start to kind of get like the, the benefits. And I, my sleep has been getting better. I didn't wake up at all last night, which is great. I woke up at like five on Saturday, which I was not happy about, but it's better than waking up at two. Um, but today I didn't wake up until Miles woke up at like 6.30. And so I'm just, you know, I think I'm hopeful that my sleep will start to get better. Um, and somebody was like, why don't you just like get up, have a cup of coffee? I'm like, because it's 2.30 in the morning. It's not like I'm waking up, you know, a half hour early. Like I'm waking up in the middle of the night. Um, but I'm hopeful that that's resolved. And then, you know, they talk about on Whole30, like the tiger blood, which... Um, is not something that I've ever experienced on Whole30, so we'll see if I can figure out how to get that to work this time around. Um, who knows? We will see. 
I'm not necessarily for me like that's not necessarily why I'm doing this and so it kind of is like would be a cool perk if I felt really awesome for the next week but also I'm not like really staking my claim on that I guess um anyway I will check back in with you guys on my way home from run club and hopefully I survive I told Joy that if I die she can have all my spandex so you guys can be my bear witness to that. Uh, why am I so nervous? It's just running, right? Running is just like fast walking. That's really, really, really hard. All right. Wish me luck. Okay. So I'm back home. Admittedly, it is um, much longer than just after my run club. It's been a couple hours, but I did it. <laughs> I showed up. I met all my splits and I didn't stop running for about 5k, which is a lot for me. I haven't run more than a mile since before I was pregnant. So to just kind of jump into running almost a 5k on the track today at different interval splits was, um, pretty ambitious, but I did it and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, so anyway, one down seven to go just got to show up and run for a little while, I guess. Hopefully, I think today was hopefully one of the longest, just like continuous running days that we'll do because we didn't get a break at all. It was like you ran a mile at an easy pace and then you sprinted a, or, you know, ran a 400 at a, at more of a sprint. And then you went directly into running a 1200 at an easy pace and then you sprinted a 300 and so on and so forth. But you didn't get any breaks in between. So anyway, um, I will also say I definitely did not eat correctly before I went. I had like a nectarine and a little bit of egg. I didn't want to eat too much because I didn't want to feel sick, but I typically, since I work out so early in the morning, I just don't eat at all. And usually it's fine because my body just is really not ready for food at four 30 in the morning of any kind. So I just drink some water before I go work out. And I'm sure that my performance, you know, my energy level might be a little bit better if I were to eat before I worked out, but it would not cancel out the risk of me vomiting. Um, I need a lot of time to digest food before I work out. And so anyway, all that to say that I think next week I'm going to have to get up a little bit earlier and eat breakfast a little bit earlier because I did not feel very well fueled. Um, but, and then I, we went to Whole Foods after and I got this amazing pineapple coconut water that I love. And that was like the best, but I also, I've been trying really hard, you know, the Whole30 um, guidelines tell you to kind of do your best to not snack. It's not really a hard and fast rule. Um, but you know, they're kind of, their premise behind that rule is like, if you're eating the right foods at the right times throughout the day at your meal times, then, you know, your hormones should be doing their job to keep you, keep you feeling full for long enough, um, that you shouldn't need to snack. And I like the way that they talk about it because, you know, I think most people, have been led to believe that you need to eat constantly throughout the day to kind of like, quote unquote, keep your metabolism going. When in reality, it's the opposite. Like you want to let your metabolism um, go through cycles throughout the day because that's what it's supposed to do. And so if you're constantly keeping your metabolism elevated, then you're just confusing your natural cycle, your natural hormone cycles of, you know, eating and storing energy and then being hungry and releasing energy and then being hungry to the point where you don't have any more energy to release. So now you have to eat. If you're constantly eating, then your body never really gets the signal to release energy. Um, and 
you just end up with like chronically elevated, some hormones chronically low, other hormones, and um, you know your body is not really meant to be just constantly grazing throughout the day. But I think um, a lot of us have have you know read in the magazines enough times like eat eat eight small meals throughout the day to keep your metabolism burning. Um, it's just not reality. I think, I mean, I'm also not saying like you need to do that thing where you only eat one big meal a day. They're kind of more saying like three to four meals a day, you know, your, your natural hormonal food cycle should take you about three to four hours to feel hungry after a meal and three to four hours between meals is not that long. Um, but so, you know, if you're awake for, I don't know, 16 to 18 hours, then that will naturally result in, you know, about four meals. So three to four meals, I guess. And um, anyway, so that's been something I've been trying to do because I really definitely got, especially when I was doing counting macros, I really got in the habit of just eating a ton of small meals throughout the day because in retrospect, I was very much overfeeding myself. And so in order to feel like I, you know, had the the room to get all those macros in, I had to break them up into very, very small increments and just like continuously eat throughout the day. Um, so that's been a tough habit for me to break. <clears throat> so especially today, not having really eaten a great breakfast before I went on this long to this run club, um, I think today is going to be a snacking day, which they do say, you know, it's better to snack than it is to just be hungry and crank and cranky and like force yourself to not eat, which I think, you know, that's kind of a, a no brainer that you don't want to feel like you're starving yourself at any point. Um, but I have been doing pretty well with that. And today I can already tell it's going to be a snack day. So, oh well, my favorite snack right now is prosciutto and grapes. So there you have it. It's like a little mini cheese board in my mouth. <laughs> um, we are also meal prepping. We're doing, um, there's a Korean short rib recipe, an instant pot Korean short rib recipe that Nam Nam Paleo has. And we're not using short ribs. We're just going to use a chuck roast, but kind of use the same, spices and hope for the, you know, and same sauce and hope for the best. I think it'll probably also come out pretty well. We're definitely going to have to increase the quantities of the sauce that you use, but, um, it'll be nice. We've been eating a lot of like more Mexican flavored stuff, you know, taco bowls. And we do, there's like a chipotle imitation carnitas or excuse me, barbacoa that we make a lot in the slow cooker. Um, so it'll be nice to have a different palate this week with some Korean beef. Um, and I haven't really used my Instant Pot that much yet, you guys, to be honest, because Brandon has been home and so we don't need to make stuff in the slow cooker, but I'm going to definitely try to use it a little more this week. I'm looking forward to going into our fourth week. Um, I hope you guys are having a great day. And if you're doing this along with us, it's been a productive day of meal prep for you. And, um, yeah, thanks for just continuing to follow us on this journey. We are almost there kind of almost, <laughs> and yeah, we will check in again soon. Whole 30 day 21. Hi guys. Wow. Okay. So I just posted a little Insta story talking about, well, it was just like a little brief picture of my 2005 New York city marathon photo. And I was just going in a, it, it, that photo sits in our studio, our podcasting studio. It's just kind of like, I mean, I framed it forever and ever ago. And it's just one of those pictures where I'm like, I just, you know, I was so proud when I got, when I, you know, finished that marathon that I framed all those photos of myself, which is anyway, whatever. Um, so I have that in our back studio and 
Um, I was just going to get my computer this morning and I saw that picture and I've looked at it a million times, but I just, I looked at it again and I was just like, oh, I picked it up and I just really looked at her, uh, slash me. Sorry. I don't mean to get weird, but <laughs> I'm talking, I'm using myself in third person. Joy is very, very strong. Um, and so I, I just had a moment where I looked at that photo and I was like, oh man, girl, you go girl. Um, and what I realized was that that part of me, you know, I looked at my body and I'm definitely, uh, no judgment here. I've just, I was heavier. I had more body fat and, but I was running like crazy and running (laughs) to achieve some perfect body. Um, and I think just doing the whole 30 and being at day 21 and realizing, how important it is to look at non-scale victories um, and that I really have been failing horribly at that. So just full disclosure, I have not been uh, really paying attention so much to the non-scale victories and really having the urge to weigh myself. Um, and I have weighed myself. So I <laughs> I totally broke the rules. No, but I did because it's like that. that was a habit that's been ingrained in me from doing macro counting that I broke down and I was like, I just need to know, I need to know. And then I completely realized how shitty that is in terms of doing a uh, progress, uh, focusing on that piece of the puzzle as progress is uh, just ridiculous in my mind for me, okay? This is again, have to do the caveat that this is my experience, so please, Please do your, you do you. But I just want to reiterate that it is this life journey, and I'm sorry that I'm getting like super feels, but this life journey is so much more than our size. And like, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but that's kind of where I was at when I saw that photo was like, man, that girl there is not, you know, she, she was running because I was in a different place in my life. I, I really, I was blessed with the opportunity to be able to run the New York City Marathon, which was probably one of the coolest things I've ever done in my entire life. I still, it still ranks up there as one of the best experiences of my life. But what I think was uh, very relevant as I was kind of reflecting and as I'm reflect- reflecting this morning is just how important it is to um, take non-scale victories to heart and really practice that. So doing the whole 30, what I'm realizing on day 21, finally, (laughs) um, is that this is so much more than just eating. And I'm very grateful to have this realization. I'm grateful that I, um, sorry, I keep using this cheesy language, but you guys, I just, I, this is part of me. I'm sorry. I just, I go here sometimes, especially when Claire's not around to dampen my feelings. But I just feel like this is so much more than an eating plan. And I think that's why um, I realized when I was like, I got to break down and just weigh myself. And then I I was like, what am I doing? This is so funny. And then I saw the photo of myself and I'm like, oh, girl, you got this. You you were in a place where you're really just wanting to achieve some, you know, aesthetic. And and then I, you know, I'm kind of still torn on doing the same thing here uh, by doing a whole 30 or even just macro counting and all that stuff. 
And it just kind of hit me in the face where I'm like, non-scale victories, non-scale victories. That is why they preach non-scale victories is we get caught up in that mentality. And I think we, I don't think we're a hundred percent honest with ourselves when we do things like this. Um, it, speaking from my own experiences, there's times when I'm like, oh, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> and I, I wasn't, this was not my intention at all starting it, but I think as it starts to progress as far as eating this way and kind of focusing on clean eating is that you have to be very careful of when you feel like you're slipping into those pieces like, well, I, you know, maybe this will help me achieve my goal weight or what have you. So, um, I think that's kind of what just came up for me was like, am I really doing this because I want to figure out what's going on with my body and, and if you remove all the junk, how you feel? Absolutely. And there's still that piece, that tug that wants to um, kind of fall into the trap of looking at photos on Instagram being like, how do I achieve that body? Um, so that's just interesting, you know? I just really, I, I think my bottom line is I want to be better at this. In terms of better meaning, taking away that dialogue, taking away that dialogue. And um, I think someone sent us a meme or, a, you know, whatever, a, a, yeah, a photo, a meme yesterday. It was like, what if we focused on, uh, what if we obsessed over all the things we love about ourselves instead of obsessing over the things we hate about ourselves? And I was just, that really stuck with me as, yeah, you know, we really could, we all could do better about that. And I think we are really just wired to be critics. We're, we're we are wired that way. So we kind of have to accept that level of, you know, normalcy, <laughs> but also just be more aware of it. And I think that's kind of where I'm at this morning is like, I want to be aware of my faults with this whole process um, I am human. I'm going to fall into the traps. I'm going to look at photos and kind of be like, you know, the photos on the internet of people that I'm comparing myself to. And I think that uh, is a very real thing. Okay. So we can say it all day long and we can be like, yeah, love your body. Yeah. Here's all the memes to, and quotes, which to be honest, I, I, I want to like, it's nails on a chalkboard for me when, even though I think we post them on occasion, to me, it's like, I, I just can't, I mean, if I read one more, it's more of like, I got to walk the walk, you guys. I'm, I can't post any more positive quotes and, and be like, love yourself, because I got to walk the walk and I can read it all day long, but am I actually doing what I know to be true and I know it to be best for my body? Um, so I've been failing a little bit at that and I, of course, use fail with... <laughs> with love in my heart for myself because it's just something I really want to improve upon. So non-scale victories is probably going to be my main focus for the remainder of this whole 30. Um, not that I've been like super focused on scale victories for the first half, but I, I haven't been even considering non-scale victories, right? I haven't even been... <sighs> It hasn't been in my brain. For me, I'm kind of like, yeah, 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 whatever, non-scale victories, yeah, whatever. Um, and so <laughs> that's that's kind of where I'm at, you guys. I um, will record it a little bit more later, but I just wanted to put that out there and really get my thoughts into the world as far as that piece goes because I want to be brutal, brutally honest. I want to be very upfront and um, make sure you guys know that this is 
again, very individual. Everyone's going to have their different program. But I think what it also made me realize too, because I was listening to a little bit of uh, It Starts With Food yesterday. Again, I was kind of re-listening just to kind of grasp the concepts even more. And what I realized was like, um, it this even even if I did another whole thirty whole thirty down the road or a reset, I think you do get better at it. And I think they also Melissa Hartwig and one of her other books states that you can also have if your second whole thirty. And I'd be curious to know if you have done a whole thirty again, if you've done it multiple times um, throughout your life so far if you've had a more difficult time on the second round, because she said that does tend to happen if you've done it. Uh, like the second time is harder because you kind of know what to expect and then you kind of have more of a tendency to slip up. Um, anyway, so I think that that's kind of what came to me was like, whoa, your first time really is like a practice round and you get to know the program and you have expectations and then they change. And, um, and I think that's kind of the piece that I really am uh, coming to terms to coming to terms with this morning is like, Oh, okay. That's what they mean by non-scale victories. All right. I totally was not aware of that. So I'm going to do better in this next 10 days. I'm going to be focused on that piece. Um, anyway, okay. More to come. Love you guys. All right. So I decided to, uh, break out the whole 30 book and go through some non-scale victories because I realized this morning, as you heard, that I really need to focus on that. So what I also came to realize is that I probably should have really set some in stone before I started the Whole30, but I don't think I would have changed that or would have known any different. So live and learn. Uh, but it's really funny too, because I also look at the, the timeline of the Whole30, <clears throat> where it talks about kind of giving you an idea of how you're going to feel on certain days. And day 21 says that you're feeling like you should be over it or you're feeling over it like you're just over it uh I don't I don't so much feel over it I definitely am jumping to the scale calling obviously but it says day 22 to 25 the scale and the mirror are calling um and that's really really obviously tempting um let's see Day 28, okay, I'm just going to go to non-scale victory. So they say um, the expectations that you have are really more focused on weight loss or um, losing inches and that we really make need to make sure that we're setting other goals because if that doesn't happen, that you feel like you failed at the whole 30 and that's just not true. So the physical non-scale victories... What I have felt is um, my hands always used to itch after I would eat, and I never really understood what that was. Um, if anyone has ever experienced that, I, I never really read into it or looked into it too much, but there'd be times when I just, I'd eat and my hands would itch, and it was so bizarre, and I haven't really experienced that since doing the Whole30. And I never get would get rashes or anything, but I'd just, I'd be like, oh, my hands are itching. Um... Glowing skin, yeah, I feel like my skin's pretty good. Definitely, definitely less bloating. I feel like every single meal, I've said this before, has been just lovely. Where I eat it and I feel good. I don't feel like my my stomach goes crazy. I never really have, I think that, here's the thing. I think that I, 
I didn't know that I could feel this good after eating. Let's put it that way. I didn't realize that this is how you're really supposed to feel after you eat a meal. It's like pretty darn satisfied. Um, I used to just get horrible like indigestion and bloating and gassy and it would just be not cute at all. Clothes fitting better. Clothes are about the same. Um, I, let's see, physical inside, Mm -mm -mm. stomach pain, less diarrhea, less constipation. That's, that was never really an, a huge issue for me, but the bloating for show for sure, huge. Mood, emotion, and psychology. I feel like the whole 30 was a little bit, well, not that I'm done, but I, as I've gone through the whole 30, I've I definitely felt mood swings, but that I have fewer mood swings now that I'm 21 days in. I do feel more optimistic. I feel like I'm just overall more calm. I do not have sugar cravings whatsoever which is unheard of for me because I truly thought that I was like, man, there's just no way that I'm going to have your sugar cravings on this whole 30. I am such a sugar monster. That's just not going to happen for me. <laughs> and I was driving around today and I was like, wow, I really do not. If I check in and I'm totally honest, I have zero sugar cravings. Feeling in control of your food. Absolutely. I feel good that when I feel hungry, I am going to trust that the food is going to nourish me because I'm putting whole things in my body. Uh, fewer carb cravings, yes, for sure. Um, yeah, I just used to be such a carb monster. Um, I, I have been considering what I'll do when the Whole30 ends. I do know that I'm picking up, I'm going to stay with some of the habits of choosing more whole foods overall for as many as much as I can just to choose those options if I'm out at a restaurant or what have you or um, just even making meals at home to be more mindful of of not including processed foods which I think is great I think that's a good habit for anyone um, so as far as feeling more in control of my food I would say that that's something that I really feel like it's been uh, a good thing for me to go, oh, yeah, like I'm just, I'm putting really good nourishing things in my body so my body recognizes it and knows when it's full and don't worry about that. So that is uh, more or less, oh, that was the other thing I was going to say is like if I um, go back to macro counting, which I don't know if I'm going to do or not, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to be flexible around that. And I think that if I go back to macro counting, I will be, I, I think I, I will try to make the best of both worlds. So I would try to just be intuitive, but also balance my meals, if that makes sense. So I don't, I, what I didn't love about macro counting is that if you're not hungry, uh, you feel like you have to eat. Or if you're hungry on some days and you're running out of macros, you feel like you're, you can eat. So there's a kind of a ebb and flow with that that I'm just going to play around with. But I do like that macro counting taught me a lot about portions and the things that I should be eating throughout the day to balance out proteins, carbs, and fats. I do like that because I can tell you probably before I even did macro counting, I was probably eating like 90% carbs <laughs> uh, and like very little protein. So 
that I think is a really, really cool thing that I want to kind of play around with after this is done. Uh, brain function, improved attention span, improved memory, clear thinking, higher productivity. Sure, I think is in terms of sleep and feeling good, I want to say that, you know, I'm not really sure if the sleep is due to I'm just getting enough sleep and my body is being efficient or that I am tr- truly just like an energy thing. I don't know, but I um, definitely feel like I have tons of energy. I've always been a pretty energetic person. Aside from like the crazy sleep and waking up early, I, I still am getting pretty decent rest. So that's, I'll, I'll call that a win. And then sleep, sleeping more, falling asleep more easily. Um, well, as you guys know, my <laughs> my sleep has been a little nutty, so we won't go there. Um, energy, I definitely feel really good with energy. I noticed the not drinking alcohol. I notice it more in the morning when I go to work out. I just feel less hazy, if you will. Not that I drink a lot, but even just a little bit of alcohol will affect that. Um, sport and exercise, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm obviously coming into this with a very healthy lifestyle, but I, you know, I think it always, it go it, it's very much, I don't feel like I'm so exhausted after I work out. So I feel like the energy is, is, uh, is good. Food and behaviors, um, no more food, guilt or shame, no more binging, no more. I'm like reading these from the book. So I'm not, these were not mine, by the way. These are just kind of suggestions from the Whole30 book. Just to, just to be clearer on that. Um, eating to satiety. That's something that I really have noticed as well. So I'm pretty stoked about kind of tapping into that side of my body. Um, don't use food for comfort. I never really did that. Let's see. Lifestyle and social. I am whole 30. That's kind of cute. Um, so I guess I what I'm trying to say on this last piece is I really just kind of want to keep focusing on that, on the non-scale victories for the end, because it seems that this is going to be probably the hardest part for me mentally with um, wanting to weigh myself and just kind of use that as a as a benchmark, which is fine. But I, I do respect why the Whole30 doesn't want you to do that and really focus more on eating really good foods for you. I was at Whole Foods today and I was buying some just some things that we needed around the house. And then I, am picking up dinner for Scott because he's flying in from Chicago today. And I was just kind of looking around thinking, man, there's a lot, there's a lot here that, that is not Whole30 approved. There's tons that you can get that is Whole30 approved, but it was just kind of astounding to me of all the foods that we, and and I'm going to go back to eating them. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's just, uh, it was a reminder for me to be mindful of labels and read what's in your food and, um, you know, maybe cut back on them. I don't think I, and I don't think the whole 30 program preaches this anyway, but I don't think it's realistic for us to cut all those things out. And life is about enjoying and life is about having fun and having food be a part of your life in a good way. But, um, that was really interesting to me, but I, I think in the future after whole 30, I will be just more mindful of reading labels and just knowing what's in food that can potentially cause cause problems and that is some that's a big takeaway for me for the whole 30 that's a non-scale victory is learning learning is good um melissa hartwig often talks about is it worth it so after you do the reset and we'll talk about that later 
But I do want to touch on that in a future bonus episode of what is Is It Worth It mean to you? So stay tuned for that. You guys are awesome. I hope you had a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon.